Hello, hello, and welcome to The Jarek Show. I, as always, am handsome Javad Malik, bringing you the latest and greatest security news from around the world in a poorly presented manner. And I'm looking into the, the backstage room, and Eric is pulling all kinds of weird faces. There's probably a reason for that. He was on a flight to Vegas, and he got delayed horribly wrong. Um, it, it, it took him about 20 hours just to get there, uh, with like four different flights changing. So I'm thinking DVT a stroke, an aneurysm, something like that. But anyway, the show must go on. So welcome. Welcome to The Jarek Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Krohn. Timely topics, poorly presented. You know, some people sometimes ask me, say like, why do you hate Eric so much? <laughs> and it's because of like comments like this he's putting on the on the board. I don't. I just don't want to imagine a world. I cannot imagine a world in which Eric is competent and likable. Uh, but I do need him as half of this. I don't need him, but I think it's good comic relief to have him here. So how are you doing, Eric? I, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, it's the Jarek, the Javad and Eric show. So without it to be the J show, which, dude, you can see I'm a bigger part of that, obviously. You're you're the, you're the gas guzzling, eight liter Hellcat American. I'm the more like, eco friendly European. <laughs> is, is that what we're doing here? Yeah, no, uh, no. But you're right. I am. I am off of a a week of traveling, um, and it wasn't twenty hours. It was like sixteen hours to get to Vegas, and uh, but it felt it felt worse. And and yeah, it was. Um, I had to go to LAX and then back, and uh, our first flight they they had like a delay for the crew or something. And then we hung around and uh, they went to do the safety walk and something smelled bad in the plane. They couldn't figure it out. And, and I hadn't even been there yet. Right. So you can't blame it on me. Um, why are you, you're like locked up Javad. Did we lose you? Oh, this is even better without you. Anyways. Yeah. One thing led to another and it did end up being quite the mess. Um, we ended up on the, on like, three different planes to get back over there. But uh, looks like we totally lost Javad, which is fine by me. Um, oh, he's asking me if it's mine or his. Uh, poorly presented. Remember that? So here we are. Hopefully we're still going live. It does look like it from my side here. Oh, and wait, Javad is coming back in as we speak. Nice of you to join us, Javad. I have no idea what happened there. I uh, apparently my my internet had a bit of a hiccup. So. It was wonderful because you just sat there quietly, which is <laughs> more than I could ever hope for. Um, but now that I'm trying, I'm done trying to fill the time. Welcome back to the show. You're so relieved. Look at the relief on Eric's face. Oh my god, I I almost had to. I you know if 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 I had actually read the stories we're about to go through, I wouldn't have felt so nervous. But you have all that stuff already queued up, so I don't have to scramble for this. Hey Mario, how are you? So Mario, you've given proof of life to Eric. That's the more, you more lucky devil, you can see me. Given him his entire <laughs> life. So. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, we do have some interesting stories today. I mean, I since do I've we? been on the road, I haven't had a chance to go through many of these, but. Um, I tell you, some of these stories look pretty interesting, Javad. What do you want to start with? Blackboard. They suffered a, and I'm sure we covered them when this happened, but they suffered a ransomware attack uh, back in 2020. And yeah. they were 
quite forthcoming with their disclosure. Uh, but, you know, what's happened is that they've ended up with a $3 million fine to settle with the SEC. And I don't want to, you know, we don't like talking about bad about companies that got breached or anything. But all I'll say is it's important to come clean quickly and to, to the authorities and to the victims. And I think that just makes everyone's life a whole much easier from a response point of view, but also just from a trust and transparency perspective. Yeah, you know, and this was a couple of years ago, and I know organizations have learned. We had the Uber thing. We've had, you know, over and over again, it's been shown that being upfront and honest with people is the best way to approach a lot of this stuff. I mean, and you and I, whenever we see something go on and yet their response is transparent, they're telling people what's going on, what can be expected. We give kudos to them because let's face it, it's it's not a day and age where we can just beat someone up for being breached. It happens. Ransomware happens, you know, um, and it's it's just unfortunate to see where people try to to cover it up with certain things. And yeah. That's where it bites them in the rear. So lesson learned from that, I hope. And, uh, you know, I hope other organizations will learn that as well. Yes, yes. So the next story is interesting because I've used a Mac for so many years. I forget that Windows users actually have to pay for their Windows license. Um, Now, there's a story of a South African freelancer who paid $200 for their... um, Windows license, and it wouldn't activate. There was some problem with it. So he called up uh, Microsoft official support, official Microsoft, and the, um, <laughs> the, 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 the technician basically couldn't fix it. So he just ran a crack software and um, made it use, make it work like that. Okay. I, I love your expression because you're, you're, you're hearing this for the first time. Yeah, a lot of things are going through my head on this, right? Because A, why did he have a crack? Um, and B, what the heck was he thinking? I mean, I so I did Windows 95 frontline support um, way back, way back in the day. Wow. Um, and had I even considered ever doing something like this, I would have been taken out back and, and buried, basically. Uh, it would have been a very ugly thing. And you know what these cracks though, the thing about cracks is so many of them are used for spreading malware. Like, you know, it's like, Oh, we'll run this thing and your antivirus is going to say it's bad because well, you know, it's cracking the software. So of course it's bad. Go ahead and go ahead and allow it. And, uh, and so it's a great way to spread viruses and, and, and malware in general, the idea of having someone officially from Microsoft do that is like wow and and i get it the activation process is a little weird um when i worked for the u.s army which i know you love it when i talk about um especially over on the classified side of the house uh we couldn't necessarily reach out to microsoft and activate um the the windows instances because it couldn't reach the internet it was an air gap system Um, but we did have things that Microsoft was able to help us with activation pieces to put in place within our own local network. I just can't believe that they would do that. Yeah. So this is the guy. He he tweeted about it. He's got screenshots. So he bought receipts. Um, (laughs) He's he's like um, 
trying to report it on on a, you know this is the second time some reported here and that's been used by Microsoft support agents it's not official and not legal uh, but um, you know that all I've got to say is that support technician probably has the highest close rate and the most satisfied <laughs> customers. Well, you know, if it's if it's a real Microsoft tool that is used to no, it's not. to fix that, that's one thing, right? Like if they had a a something that would approve activation, and it's not like the kind of crack you get off of, you know, something off of uTorrent or something, um, that would be one thing. Mm. But it doesn't sound like it was. No, no. And, and then the person says that Microsoft officially commented on this. The answer shouldn't just be we're discouraging this practice, but the activation system should be looked into. Uh, struggling to activate products shouldn't be an issue customers face after paying $200. I, th I think it's absolutely nail on the head there. Absolutely. I, I agree 100%. Funny thing is, if you don't activate it most of the time, it's just nagware kind of pops up down on the bottom and says, this is not activated. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I mean? And so I, I may or may not have a VM or two running like that because why would I, you know, activate something I'm going to wipe out in a couple of weeks or whatever after I'm done playing with it. So it'll still do most of what you want it to do. But yeah, wow. Interesting. I know. It, it is. It's, um, it is interesting. Anyway, what else is interesting is Cerebral is a mental health app are you familiar with them yeah. i've heard of it okay so like most companies they have like a tracking pixel which is horribly intrusive and shares data so they shared patient data with meta tiktok and google uh, and let's Let's see what type of information in there. So, so all I say is kudos to these guys for coming clean quickly. Oh, but so they self-reported. This is self-reported. They said, oops-a-daisy, we probably yeah. shouldn't have done this. The information affected by the oversight includes everything from patients' names, phone numbers, email address, birth dates, IP address, insurance information, appointment dates, treatment, and more. Uh it may have even exposed the answers client filled out as part of their mental health self-assessment and uh, with the app which payment patients can use to schedule therapy appointments and receive prescription medication. Wow, that's not just a little bit. No. Not confirmed oh. is that at least the credit card information has not been <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, that's always, a, you know, that's the most important thing. Whenever we read one of these, I mean, last week we had the same sort of thing. Oh, well, no credit card information was, you know, everything else about the person was, but uh, no credit card information. And uh, quite frankly, have you had to replace a credit card due to fraud? Uh, oh, so it, easy. Yeah. You call them up. You go, hey, uh, I didn't make these charges. They go, okay, cool. Click, boom. Another card's on the way. Dude, it's like the most minor thing you can possibly do is, is deal with your credit card information being taken. Um, all of that other stuff, yeah, that's not good. So the, the, the worrying thing is that I think what the worst, okay, the, the leak is bad, but what's also there is like the whole thing about the pixel, using the Metapixel. So you can check activity, but it allows companies like Cerebral measure how users interact with their ads on various platforms. 
but it also gives Meta, TikTok, and Google access to information which they can then use to gain insight on their own users. So this is like pure just manipulation. This yeah. is all, all it is. It's like, and you know, I think mental health is such a major, such a major issue for so many people. It affects many, many people uh, around the world. And I think with the recent like events in the world, we've got wars going on, we've got recessions, and we've had lockdowns. I think a lot of people have been severely impacted. The last thing they want is their vulnerability and their uh, being exploited by. Yeah. You know, whichever company is, I'm, I'm not even, you know, whatever, but being taken advantage of because someone knows what they're vulnerable to. I think it's 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 a huge societal issue. This is way beyond the the um, the, the, the sort of like, um, you know, cybersecurity realm. It, yeah, it, you know, it, it's it, it's just it's frustrating because. Yeah, share my credit card. Don't share my medical record. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly, right. Mario. That's exactly right. I mean, credit cards are nothing, but your medical stuff. And this here, I mean, so is this a case, do you know, Javad, where they didn't know this was happening and then Cerebral came out and, and realized what was actually going to them? Because, I mean, the thing is, when you're dealing with this sort of thing, you have to have trust in who you're telling these issues to. In other words, uh, the patient to cerebral has to be a level of trust. And when this kind of stuff kind of goes off the rails like this, this is this is even more damaging than just some of the person's information being lost. Now that person, you know, what if they what if they have a paranoid schizophrenic that's dealing with this kind of stuff? And now all of a sudden, oh, Meta knows everything about me. I mean, we've we've seen that in the past, too, where some of that's been um, a, a possibility. And it's just uh, it, it's such a it's such a bad look and these social media companies gather so much information on us. It's just scary. I'll be honest in Vegas, walking through Vegas, minding my own beeswax went through one of the little malls that they kind of go through on the strip there. And I stopped for a few minutes at the tag Hewer store, right? Cause I, I love those watches. I'm sorry, time pieces. Um, but I, I love them. Right. Uh, and so I, I looked there, I was there for maybe five minutes or something, just looking around. I kid you not. Yesterday on the way home, I get an ad on Facebook for tag. I don't think I've ever seen a tag ad on my Facebook feed before, but lo and behold, I have ads now for tag here. I mean, that's creepy, dude. That's really creepy. Well, you know, it, it is. It is. Anyway, let's um <clears throat> Uh, take a break from our regularly scheduled program to bring you a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'd like to offer you a promotion off your channel. Viewers, followers, versus the price is lower than any competitor. The quality is guaranteed to be the best. Auto One, incredibly flexible and convenient order management panel. Everything is in your hands. Turn it on, off, customize. Go to dodgehype.com. Thank you. Sir. Yeah, I just saw that. I, I, I saw that over there and I was going <laughs> to... Just this is a, a number of times we've done this, right? We've been we've been live for 15 minutes, and that came from Twitch. And yeah. already within 15 minutes, they're spamming feeds like this. That is unbelievable. It really is. If only you were this efficient at work. <laughs> Don't hate me. Good news, good news. Humans are still more effective than chat GPT at phishing. For today, <laughs> who judged this? For now, <laughs> <laughs> right? 
no this was judged by ai and it was like no really yeah. humans are better <laughs> i know not nothing <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna say it one more time um just for the sake of everything i for one welcome our new robotic overlords okay <laughs> just in case it's on the record you know it's um so this was carried out before chat gpt4 was released just a few days ago so um it's probably going to change or what have you I think like if you hire a professional social engineer to do this, they're always going to be better because they're going to spend more time trying to figure out the nuance and everything. I think when you're talking about general fishing campaigns, broad brush sort of targeting things, then it's just the efficiencies that AI brings is going to be yeah. uh, great. I did see something someone posted about ChatGPT4 and they were playing it out with it and they were, they were, they were get and, and they they found ways where like it were they they found ways to manipulate it in order to get it to lie. So it was asking it to build something for itself, and it hit a um, a capture. So it went out to Fiverr or something like that, uh, one of those types of websites, and got someone to solve the capture for them. And in the request, it said that they're they're, they're like visually impaired or something. They have some accessibility issues, and that's why they need someone to help them out to see see the one thing that keeps us that keeps us safe from the robots and they're learning how to work around it man yes, yes. it's yeah sarah connor if you're out there i wish you luck That's... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go with that man i don't even know you know i haven't messed with chat gpt very much uh mostly because everyone else is doing it for us yeah um <laughs> you know but i mean what's interesting to me is how quickly it's evolving and how far it's moving so quickly. Like one day someone said chat GPT and from there on every single day we've heard about it, I think since. And yeah, it's, it's going to get better. And I mean, here we are. I don't, I don't even know what else to say about that. Okay. So Dole, it's uh, it's a large light food sort of thing yeah. based in Dublin. Pineapples and whatnot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were uh, hit by ransomware in February. And the question is like always, you know, when, whenever you see a, a ransomware attack in particular, you're like, well, how much does this cost and how much do they get back in um, from insurance and all that kind of stuff? And they had a, a conference call on Tuesday with uh, company execs were asked, would they ever be able to whether they would be able to recover any of the disruption amount later in year through supply recovery or through insurance coverage. And their answer was, I suppose the simple answer on that is no, we don't expect to recover on either of those categories. So neither through supply recovery or yeah. insurance coverage. And yeah. I, I think this is, well, A, thank you, CEO Rory Bryan for just pulling it, saying it how it is. Yeah, uh, but also I think this is this is the reality that most companies face. They they get hit by it, and even if they have insurance, it doesn't. Maybe they don't pay out, or they only cover a fraction of what they they really do. Um, that the whole backlog that occurs because systems are offline it takes a long time, and maybe companies you know don't ever fully recover that that amount. It, it's a, it's a loss that they have to trail with for a long time. One of the good things that came out of this trip that I did this uh, this last couple of days uh, when I spoke in Vegas on uh, Wednesday, um, 
when I was done, I was talking to an individual and this was a lot of uh, pharmacy professionals uh, and organizations like that. It was a, a healthcare thing. And uh, one of the guys came back up to me after the talk and he was talking about um, he got hit by Lockbit. And he was talking about, you know, the brutality of it. They had to end up paying the ransom. Um, the ransom was like 50 grand, he said. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay. I said, but, you know, what other costs? And he's like, man, by the time we got done with the forensics and getting all this stuff back up and all that, he's like, I had about another 200K into it. Um, and so the, these costs just explode when it comes to that, not including your time down. Um, you know, where everybody's sitting on their thumbs. I mean, you either send everybody home or you're paying them to do nothing or, you know, and, or any reputational damage you may have, you know, and we've seen in the, in the healthcare side, we've seen that couple of things. I mean, I think we just talked about it last week where they went after those uh, cancer victims. Yeah. Right. I mean, who's going to want to go back to that clinic knowing that they lost that information. That may be a, that may be a contributing factor to people not going to that clinic these days. And that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I, I realize we're burning through time today and I blame Eric and technical difficulties for that. But uh, the last story, and I think it's related to this story about how ransomware doesn't recover. So a year ago, um, Gloucester council was hit by ransomware. Uh, I can you remember know, that. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was December 21. It was here, and then so, like, benefits payments and all council services were basically suspended. One thing that hasn't returned is their museum's key database, the database that holds all of their artifacts and everything. It's used to create exhibitions at the venues. It's used for investigations into historical artifacts around the, the city. And, um, yeah, it's um, it's just not back online yet i love you brits with the quote like rather fundamental yes. <laughs> oh dear lord <laughs> that's such a proper way of saying oh the fundamental too yeah yeah fundamental. we're kind of screwed yeah. without it <laughs> yeah it's rather fundamental and yeah if you know the other thing about this is and you gotta you gotta think about it i mean if you get the mummy case too close to some of the other artifacts, you never know what's <laughs> going to come. I've seen the movie, right? What's going to yeah, come yeah. alive at night. You really need to know how that stuff all works. Yeah. But what happens if we get you too close to a mummy case? <clears throat> well, we don't want to find out, do we? So with that, we, we've gone through a lot of time. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you to our special uh, guests that have contributed, Mario and Surreal Inter-C. Uh, so until next week, everyone, stay secure.